Episode 76, Making Nonstop Growth Happen. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast leading highly principled people to their full potential. So good to have you with us. And Jason Jennings, great to be with you. Uh, Real quick, congratulations. Number six on the Global Leadership Gurus list. That is a huge accomplishment. You've got some great company there in the top 10. Uh, yeah. And, uh, on one hand, I want to stay very humble about it because we need to about things like this. But as I told you before, it, it's a validation of your work and it's really legitimate, uh, because while it's open for voting around the world, people can only vote once from an IP address. And, uh, so there's an air of legitimacy to it. So, so I'll wear it humbly. Very cool. Now, our topic today is growth. I know if uh, there's a longtime listener, they can go back in the archives, they can go back through the list, and they're going to see growth a few times. And probably it's this question I asked you, why are we talking about growth again? All right. So I do between 60 and 80 speeches a year around the world. And for those who have not been longtime listeners, they might not be familiar with the fact that for each of those 60 to 80 speeches, uh, I insist on a 90-minute conversation with the CEO. And then I do 10 to 12 other conversations. So every year, I'm speaking with about 1,000 executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs getting ready for speeches. At one point in the conversation, I ask the question, What's keeping you awake at night these days? What are the challenges? What are the potential stumbling blocks? And inevitably, I hear one of two things. Finding, keeping, engaging, and growing the right people, and growth. So I spend about 90% of my life talking about growth and people. And the reason I do it, it's not because I want to talk and hear myself talk. It's because it's what other people want to, it's what other people want to hear about. It's what, it's the code that other people would like to crack. And, and I think I've got a few things that I can share with people that will help them on their growth journey. So, and I'll just say up front, I mean, we, we it's been beat into to our collective heads as business people that if you're not growing, you're dying or yes. you're in a state of death at some point. So y- yes, obviously growth, but is it growth for the sake of growth? No, uh, I, I, I don't think it is. And I don't think great companies grow for the reason that everybody might think. And let me set it up this way. Uh, during the process of uh, doing my research for the, uh, the Reinventors, which is a, a great book and it's largely about growth, uh, I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with Mike Long who's the chairman and the CEO and the president of Aero Electronics. And uh, all he ever talks about is growth. I mean, we need growth, growth, growth. And finally, one day I, I looked at him and I said, uh, you know, do you ever take a deep breath and, and not talk about growth? And he said, I can't afford to. And I said, why not? Are your shareholders that greedy? And he looked at me like I'd fallen off the back of a turnip truck. And he said, what are you talking about shareholders? And then he said something really important. He said, companies that grow for first and foremost in the interest of their shareholders and owners do really stupid things all the time. They lay people off. They slash product offerings. They'll shut down manufacturing facilities. He said, I don't grow for the benefit of our shareholders and our owners. He said, in fact, we've made them number one by firmly planting them in the number three position. And I looked at him quizzically and I said, what are you talking about? And he said, Jason, I've got 17,000 people who work here. And what I can tell you about every one of them, 
every single one of them wants to make more money. And I can tell you that every one of them worth keeping wants a promotion. And he said, Jason, if we don't have constant nonstop growth, guess what? Uh, There will be no money for raises. There will be no promotions unless somebody dies or retires or gets kicked underneath a car or a bus. And he said, so the, the way we've solved the people thing is we have constant growth. And then he said something that every business owner should think about very seriously. These are, these are poignant words and they're powerful words. He said, Jason, if anybody ever thinks that they have to leave Arrow Electronics in order to make more money, in order to challenge themselves, in order to develop new skills, he said, I should be fired as the president and CEO. He said, companies must grow for the benefit of prosperity planning for their people because everyone is looking to achieve prosperity and it's the responsibility of the business to be growing enough to allow everybody, not just the owner. The owner doesn't need a new jet. I mean, the owner doesn't need a new beach house. It's so that everybody has an opportunity to achieve economic prosperity. And it's one of the things that truly great companies share in common. And I think that's a great point to drive home with the listeners. And just take a pause right now and and think to yourself, if anyone thinks they need to leave my company, insert the name of your company. If anyone thinks they need to leave my company to grow, I should be fired. That in and of itself is a game-changing thought and question to run through your head on a regular basis. And it is true of all great leaders. They are truly concerned for the prosperity planning of everyone that works there, and they know in order for that to happen, they have to continue to grow. Uh, Look at it this way, Dale. I mean, in the average month, 2.5 million people in America leave their jobs in search of a better tomorrow than today. Now, that number doesn't, I've bantied that number around before, and 2.5 million doesn't seem like a lot. Well, that's 30 million a year. Well, there are only 120 million jobs in the United States. There might be 340 million people, but there's only, Google it, there's only 120 million jobs in America, which means that 25% of of a company is leaving almost every year. Now, think of the untold trillions of dollars that is spent constantly recruiting, investigating, hiring, training, and getting people up to speed. Those are all dollars that could otherwise hit the profit line. If anybody feels a need to leave your company because they can get a better tomorrow someplace else, it's because you're not providing them opportunities. It's really that simple. That is introspection right there. So people number one, uh, according to Mike Long, uh, people number yes. one, who's number two on the list? What's number two on the list as far well, as the reasons well, to grow? Yeah, it's, it's not what's number two on the list. I mean, so uh, the question, I guess, is, so how does a company achieve constant growth? And so- Let me just read two paragraphs uh, out of the reinventors. I just grabbed a copy and luckily I landed on the page. Uh, There's a company in India. uh, It's called Apollo Tires. It might not be familiar to most people in America. They've tried to make a couple of acquisitions in America uh, that just uh, didn't set the financial qualifications that they wanted and so they backed off. Uh, But it's already uh, the world's fifth, I think, biggest tire company. Uh, One day it'll be one of the top two or three tire companies on the planet. However, let me read from the book. Uh, By 2007... Apollo had spent several decades becoming a small, respected manufacturer of tires in the Indian marketplace. According to the company's young managing director, Niraj Kanwar, who's just a great guy and educated in the U.S., he said, we found ourselves in the same position that almost every other company does. 
and see if you identify with this. We were doing about $300 million a year in revenue, constantly fighting fires, and spending all of our time on things that probably weren't the best use of our time. Conwar likens the company's position at the time to an old-fashioned phonograph record. The record on the turntable kept going round and round, but the needle was stuck. He said some years, we'd end up a few percent in revenues, and the next year down a couple percent, and we kept rinsing and repeating this over and over again. And then came a breakthrough. We had a meeting of the top 20 people in the company, and for the first time, spent several days seriously asking ourselves where we were, where we were headed, where we wanted to go, and what we had to do to growth. Until that point, he said, what was missing was having this big, hairy goal, this big idea of who we wanted to be. So what happens is you don't want to have growth for growth's sake or you end up with same old, same old. You really have to know what you're chasing, who you want to be, what is the motivation for growth. Earlier today, I'm going to be in Paris uh, in a couple of days uh, with a pharmaceutical company, and they are growing, and they said, why shouldn't we grow? We don't treat hepatitis. We cure hepatitis. We're going to wipe hepatitis off this planet. That's what they're chasing. They're not chasing the dollars. Every one of these people is so excited about eradicating hepatitis in the world. Now, are the dollars flowing? Of course. They're consistently up 25% each year in annual revenues. But not because they're focusing on the growth. They're focusing on, on what they're trying to be, on what they're trying to do. And that's, that's what misses what's missing for most companies. You just don't want to say grow, 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 because it sounds like the owner wants more and more money. I mean, that's not the reason. I mean, you end up aiding your people with their personal financial prosperity planning when you have growth, and you have to have growth by saying, who do we want to be? Where do we want to go? And you've got to get everybody in alignment. I believe, and I'm going to say something I think important here. Others might think I'm talking out of the top of my hat, but after having studied more than 55,000 businesses and screening 220,000, I feel I've earned the right to say it, and that is this. In cases where companies are growing nonstop, they will tell you that the growth part is the real easy part. Achieving constant nonstop growth is not that hard. What you have to figure out is where you want to be, what kind of growth you want to achieve, why you want to achieve that growth, and then you've got to have everybody in the organization aligned around that objective. And if they're not aligned around that objective, then they can't be a player. But here's what happens, and I'll be very quick about it. When you make growth a guiding principle, one, it allows you to find the right people, keep the right people, grow the right people, gets rid of the wrong people, improves the prosperity of families, allows you to reinvest in the business. I mean, turn suppliers into partners, keeps the attention of investors. You've got money to make communities better places, and it makes people feel part of a winning team. See, and my last thought on the subject today is this. Everybody talks about how good their teams are. Well, let me make the following suggestion. You can't stand in front of a group of people and say, team, you're one of the best teams in the world. I, we value you. You can only say that if there's runs on the board. If you're not putting runs on the board and you call people a winning team, it's kind of like Pinocchio, Pinocchio, your nose is growing. People cannot call themselves a winning team, I mean, unless they're scoring goals. And unless you're growing, you are not scoring goals.
So just to recap, if somebody's going to pull off to the side of the road while they're driving into work and just jot down a few notes to to jog your memory a little later on, definitely come back and listen to this. But growth is, number one, all about the who. It's putting the people first. You've got to know your why, why you're growing. And I'm going to say the third is what. And this you can correct me on this, but what I heard you say is be sure you're aligned around your objective as, as the what. Right, right. So who, why, and what behind your growth. And the money's naturally going to follow if you get those three things lined up. Inevitably, because what, what, what inevitably happens, Dale, is when you make your people number one and you crack that, then all of a sudden you're going to have the right people looking for the right customers. And when you've got the right people looking for and serving the right customers at the end of the day, that's how the owner or shareholder ends up with a very big smile on their face. Mm, absolutely. With that, thank you so much. That is definitely a game-changing conversation for folks. And a couple requests for listeners. Uh, this is some terrific content. You're getting, what, several hundred emails a week on these podcasts, uh, Lots. Lots and lots. The one, uh, the one uh, uh, that we did uh, a couple of weeks ago, I received like a I, we posted it. We post every Sunday. I understand every about ten o'clock uh, Central Time. And by the next morning, I'd had like 130 or 140 emails, uh, people saying how much value. And I, and I kept saying to myself, you know, I love when you tell me that, uh, Jason at Jason Jennings dot com. But what I'd rather have you do are two things, and we seldom ask people who listen. Dale and I uh, do this to create value for you. We've never attempted to monetize these podcasts, have no interest in monetizing these podcasts. We do it because we love it. We thrill at helping highly principled people achieve their full potential. And so, you know, there's got to be a payback. I mean, if you're getting value, and I know you're very busy, but here's the payback. Here's what I want you to do today, right now. If you found this podcast helpful, what I want you to do is forward the link to somebody in your address book. I mean, think about that. That could essentially double the size of the audience in just one or two uh, episodes. And the second thing I'd ask you to do is write a review. Go to the iTunes store and write a review or write a review and send it to us, Jason at Jason-Jennings.com, and somehow we'll get it posted for you, although we'd prefer that you post it. Um, and, And so do that. Forward this to somebody now and write a review. Those would be the two most that would be paying us back like you can't imagine. Absolutely. The best place to write that review is in the iTunes store uh, with the Game Changers podcast. While you're there, if you would rate it as well, we would be most grateful. And uh, thanks for your time. Safe travels to you, Jason. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week. Until then, this is the Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to the Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com. Um...